0: Following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency, Creativity, Culture. Uh, what happened? <laughs> Platinum Bloodborne. Did you really? Yeah. Damn. Uh, hey, you what know? is with all like the ridiculously hard games that all of a sudden you're just platinuming? Between Sekiro, (laughs) Bloodborne, like all these other ones. You're just like, oh, yeah. Light work. I. I episode 118 of your average ordinary i'm dan i'm ben and we are the, the torres, torres brothers. brothers took inspiration from what's going on and doing like the, the the change up in cadence this morning, from how we typically announce the intro. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, you know. Switch it up. Just, just got to switch it up sometimes. Uh, <laughs> this is indeed episode 118. It is Sunday, February 4th, 2024, and we are both sitting here tired as hell. Oh, no. I could tell the vibe no, is I'm just so like, tired. <laughs> I'm just so tired. I'm like, today was one of those days that if i wasn't woken up i could have slept for all morning i probably would have slept through our recording time honestly <laughs> to like cuz i woke up and i i typically am up and on my feet by 7:30 mm-hmm. like i'm just up and going my body was so tired that i rolled over i looked it was 8:30 i was like oh shit i never sleep in that late yeah i know what you mean yeah but like my thing is i can never do it anymore cuz some people have kids that wake them up I have a furry child that <laughs> meows in my face until I wake up and feed him. Yeah. A- Ellie, would, she would sit there and do nothing forever. She would never wake me up. Hody doesn't care. He does not care about your feelings. He does not care about your sleep. He just meows in my face, meows, meows, meows. meows and then he'll walk over... Like, to the other side, if I roll over, he'll walk <laughs> over to the other side and, like, meow and look at my face. Like, are you coming? <laughs> and then if I, and then if all else fails and, like, I roll over again, he'll wait. And he'll straight up, That I'm not even kidding, he'll take his paw and he'll tap the back of my neck.
1: <laughs>
0: like, hey, hey, That's wake funny. up. Like, dude, I got to eat right now. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> No, my, cat, <laughs> Shit. my cat Oliver doesn't do that, but, like, I'll be sleeping and he'll, like, pet my face. And I'm like, what the? Ollie, I never, what are you doing? I never realized until, like, I started, like, seeing Julie and having my own cats
1: mm-hmm.
0: how much personality that cats have. Oh, my Like, God. and it, it's just, like, they're very much like dogs, but different. Mm -hmm. it's it's hilarious dogs are very in your face with their personality where they're like hey i love like you get to know who a dog is within five minutes of meeting them you're like i love you i love you you're great you're you're great i love you (laughs) cats you got to kind of figure out but once you know them you know them like so well it's like an old like i never thought that cats were the meet you at the door type as far as pets, mm. I. Hody greets me at the door every day. Yeah. And I can guess that Ellie will either be right behind him or she does this thing where she runs through the hallway and then comes uh. back to me. Like, almost like, oh my God, he's home, he's home, he's home. And then, like, we'll come back. Mm-hmm. It, it's so strange. Yeah. I never thought that that was a thing for them <laughs> at all. Yeah. They definitely have personalities to them. Like, um, Oliver, he does the same thing. He'll meet me at the door and he's all excited and everything. And then my cat Sokka is the exact opposite. Yeah. He'll be like, oh, you're home. Okay. (laughs) And I'm like, hey, what's up, buddy? You know, but, um... Yeah, it it, it really is weird, um... seeing different personalities in a cat, for sure. Because it really is like... You're like a whole person. You know what I mean? It's... It is pretty cool, though. I love him. It's so, it it really is so, so cool. Like, now I just, I know who Hody is through and through. Right, yeah, yeah. I know, Absolutely. like, w- how he'll react to certain situations or, like, what he'll, he's so funny. Mm. He it, Like, he'll make, he makes coffee with me every morning whenever I go to make it. Like, he'll, I'll, like, be doing the water or whatever, and he'll jump up on the table, and he'll just sit behind me and, like, Mm. watch. And he wants me to, like, pat him or whatever. So, like, I'll rub his head or whatever. And then if I'm tending to the coffee, a lot of the times, like, I'll feel him, like, paw my shoulder. Like, hey, you're, (laughs) like, I need more love. Like, this is our thing. Like, you make the coffee, you give me love. Like, you're not (laughs) giving me enough love. It's it's hilarious. That was the nice thing about, like, I felt like I needed a change up from dogs. Because I couldn't have just transitioned to another dog at all. Like, it's still going to take me a while to do that. I'm, no, he, yeah. I'm just now getting to the point in my life where I'm like, I think maybe I could do it again like it because i I feel the same way because i've had so much distance now that i'm like i i think i could start over if i really wanted to but like having cats was such a nice change from that yeah it was such a nice like it was a great way to learn how to like love things again especially like with animals yeah but it's like it didn't have to feel like Oh, I'm betraying like this because I have this. But the thing is, Mm -hmm. Satch, God rest your soul, buddy, he made it extremely hard to get another dog. Oh, yeah. Because he was just just the the best. best. He's just just the best. He was the best. So, yeah, yeah, you get any, you, you see other dogs after that. They're great. But even then, I was just like. No, he's no Satch. No, he's not, not. No dog will ever be Satch. Sure. Uh, yeah, no dog will. And we, yeah, we really got spoiled with him. He was just the greatest. He was hilarious. He was he such was a best. funny, like, big-ass baby. Like, all the time. Just mm-hmm. this big, giant, like, child. <laughs> he like, could keep the house. Yeah, I still remember. <laughs> Every time making grilled cheese, I could just grab the package and Satch would just... Beak around the corner. Oh, yeah. You just know hey. that the cheese was there. That's uh, the same with carrots. Like, he knew like, he was getting, oh, like, carrots yeah. if, oh, I, yeah. if I ever had them or whatever. <laughs> It'd just be like, two for me, one for you, two for me, one for you, every time. Just have a bowl of them sitting watching TV, just whipping them at his face. <laughs> He'd catch him. I oh, wasn't yeah. abusing him. No, no. He people him. listening at home. <laughs> I was not abusing my dog. He would throw it in his face, but Satch would catch it. Yeah, That's exactly. Nice, yeah. Cause it's hilarious how dogs will do that. I love like seeing the slow motion videos of people tossing dog's food, like and just seeing miss. their like the eye. Well, either oh. the misses or like just the 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 way their whole like demeanor changes when they see it coming at them. Like this yeah, just the it's slowest. <laughs> like Oh my god. <laughs> and they like they're immediately like leaping up for it. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's hilarious. That, he like he was so funny with his puppy energy because he never realized how big he was his first year like how big he was getting so he constantly like caused chaos because he thought he was smaller than he actually was. There was a theme throughout his entire life. <laughs> it was, nah. He was just constantly unknowingly chaotic. It's like when you know that scene in Hercules, like the animated movie mm-hmm. where he's going to the town with his dad, and his dad's like, Oh, just stay here and do nothing and like he ends up trying oh, to be helpful for people yeah. and destroying like the whole town yeah. because that's sad. That's sad. <laughs> like you he thought, thought like, Oh, I'm being helpful doing this. Like I'm a I'm a good dog and meanwhile, like the house is destroyed <laughs> it's like, Oh, you're cooking in the kitchen. <laughs> Let me lay right behind you so you could trip on me. <laughs> so good. Oh man, I so part part of the reason I think about him so much is I I brought this up at dinner last night, but obviously our audience doesn't know. Um, uh, my sister-in-law just watched uh the John Wick movies for the first time, like this. Pat, like the past two weeks she was watching them mm-hmm. and um we were talking about them uh like we were watching sunny the uh, the other day and she was telling me she watched them she was like i can't believe i waited this long to watch it. She's like they're so good like they're just so they're crazy good, good. Yes. And even if you're not like an action movie fan those movies are so good that you can't help but be like oh my god go 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 yeah. go um and, like, man, getting through those first ten minutes of him like losing his wife to cancer or whatever he lost her to, I and then something like that yeah her it her sending him that dog after she passes, being like you need to learn to love something again and seeing it be like this little beagle puppy with the biggest, sweetest eyes, and you but knowing, but knowing like. If you've never seen John Wick before, like, you still kind of know how the the impotence for it started because it's so famous. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. But, like, they do such a good job at making that kid a dirt bag and making you immediately invested in Hale Because there's two things you cannot take from a man. There are two things you cannot take from him. His dog first of all no matter what situation his dog is off limits Mm -hmm. and his fucking car and what does he have but the the ultimate guy car which is a 69 mustang like that is that's like the bullet car that is is, yeah that's that's like when you think of like gorgeous cars and like how good can it get that is the one where it's like you not fuck with a man's car or that and they did both immediately <laughs> and it makes you like oh kill this son of a bitch kill this son of a bitch as hard as you possibly can my my favorite um back and forth line in the whole movie is when the guy um the head hancho calls the one guy calls John Leguizamo yeah the guy who's, yeah, the, the yeah, guy yeah. who's fencing the yes. cars or whatever yeah he goes i i understand you struck my son He's like yes sir i did and he goes care to tell me why and he goes well uh see uh they uh took john wick's car sir and uh they killed was- his dog and then he just goes oh <laughs> and I'm just saying stuff like, yeah, that's he did the right thing.: That's my favorite part of the movie where it's like he says that and immediately the circumstances change yeah. to like we all might die now, yeah, he's like like my oh, son might have Lord. just sold my which he which he does he does his yeah, son sold off his did. death word mm-hmm. and, and then I love the interaction afterwards he has with his son. <laughs> he just he just him beats him he beats him yeah. up even more and he is like there's one person you don't fuck with and that's john wick you know who the boogeyman is we call john wick to kill the boogeyman yeah. he's <laughs> the guy just, you call to kill the yeah, boogeyman it's just like that shit is so cool and then uh what's his name being uh the his... oh i'm willem dafoe no, no, no. Oh, no um, I'm thinking about uh, the uh, it, the guy from the Allstate commercials, like the 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 chaos guy. I'm trying to think of his name. Dean oh. Winters. Oh, Dean oh, Winters. Yes. He was also on like he was on Law and Order SVU That's forever right. and yeah. uh, Thirty Rock. He was on as as like in appearances because he was Tina Fey's ex boyfriend in that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when he's beating his son up and that guy's like, should I go? Like, should I, should I be here for the... And then the guy says something to him in Russian like for the third time already in the movie and he's like, he's like, once again, English please. And he goes, <laughs> yes. stay, god damn it. Like... He just- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this. Willem Dafoe great. Being, being John Wick's like right-hand guy is on... This is- so that made me think like of how just even though he's so appreciated by our generation like Willem Dafoe Mm -hmm. it's one of those things where I feel like he is still underrated like I feel like he's still like like I hold him on the highest possible regard but I still think it's not enough like I think he's done so much and it's probably also me not doing a ton of research into him but I've never heard one bad thing. I haven't about really heard. Dafoe, I haven't really you know? heard much about him as far as <clears> like, <throat> like people having like horror stories like, about him yeah, or like it, anything like even that. Even just like, oh yeah, you know, like he was mean to me one time. I've never heard that about Wilde Defoe before. I've never heard that about him. It always just seems like he's very understanding. Like Christian Bale, I love him. He, you know, I think he was a great Batman and everything. But yeah, he f- I I know he's got a hot head to him. Everyone's heard that. <laughs> I why you him. off the fucking yeah. set, you prick. That's one. of <laughs> that's did one of my- say to me? And he's like charging. That's me. that's one of my favorite things to quote. And I will quote <laughs> like lines from that rant that he had a million. One of mine and Cheese Man's like go to back and forth phrases to each other. If like. If we're trying to make plans and, like, somebody can't make that day or something like that, for whatever reason, we'll go, oh, good for you. Oh, good for you. <laughs> oh, good for you. <laughs> it's, it's oh, good for you. Like, dude, why? why yeah. just, but you know what? There is, there is very much um, speculation that because Terminator 4 did so bad. That they kind of did that on purpose to try and promote the movie a little bit more, uh, but I will I won't dive into that That's conspiracy funny. theory. Yeah, nobody has a bad thing to say about Willem Dafoe, and no, then you know no. recently he gets his star on the Hollywood um, Walk of deserves, Fame, which he 100 yeah. percent deserved. And watching watching with the other day, I'm going, yeah, because he's done everything. Like it, you go through his resume, he's got like everything possible Under from like belt, yeah. boondock saints, which he's amazing in. Mm-hmm. So like John Wick, where he's literally supposed to kill the bad guy, but assisting the, the or the good guy, he's supposed to kill the good guy. But he's he assisting him, yeah. Even when like, when he dies in that movie, cause like, spoiler alert if you've never seen john wick like just expect everybody to die yeah like whatever characters in and if it, you like, haven't just, seen it at this point like what are you doing <laughs> just just expect everybody to like kill or be killed yeah. like that's what you want but uh when he's getting like tied up and beaten up or whatever and then um kind of retaliates like and kills those couple guys or whatever mm. before he gets killed himself um it, Julie was like, it, it, she even said she was like, yeah, they weren't going to let him go out like a bitch. Like you can't let Willem Dafoe go out like no. a bitch. Oh, no. um, yeah, so like he, there's that. God, what what else mainstream is he? Green Goblin, of course. Oh yeah, of course he's in. But even he made his impact on DC by being an Aquaman too. Which like I just feel like I forgot about that. Actually. I feel like just everything he does, like he just gets an iconic uh an iconic role in it. He just elevates the project if he's on it. Like he's the nobody is ever going to be able to uh play Green Goblin again. It's gonna it, be very is. hard to we've, we've already, already to seen live them try. That. We've already seen them try. That's true. James Franco couldn't be like a replacement goblin and then whatever the hell amazing Spider Man 2's goblin was did not nah, live up to it else. at all. That was awful. So Willem Dafoe has done... Let me see. Spider-Man, Poor Things, was The Lighthouse, Inside, Platoon, Antichrist, yep. American Psycho, Nosferatu, Beetlejuice, Aquaman, The Boondock Saints, At Eternity's Gate, The Florida Project, Aquaman... Aquaman Finding Nemo. Who is he? Finding Nemo. He's um, Gill. You remember Gil? Really? He's Gill. Yeah, he's the guy who like tries to get them out of uh the tank. Okay. Yeah. That, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. what's funny. So I I might have talked about it. I can't remember if I talked about it on a here. Or eat sleepless, list, but l- last year at some point, like mid to end of the year. Um, I put on Finding Nemo on Disney+, Plus just because, like, oh, we yeah. have it, and, like, I hadn't seen it in forever. And I like that movie. That movie makes me cry every time I watch it. Um, I just, like, movie. I think it's, like, it's a combination of the nostalgia factor within it, and it's just also, those f- those first 15 minutes... Are so emotional of that movie They're sad it's yeah. really sad, like it's super i really when he, when um after that fish attacks them or whatever that barracuda attacks them, and he like comes out and there's like nobody left like that's that's such a it, They make you feel that loneliness. Mm. And then he finds uh, Nemo's egg. One left. And, like, that, like, it just sets the circumstances up perfectly. But it's also, so it's like that, and then that's the first, you probably don't remember this, that's the first movie we ever watched on DVD. Really? We bought a DVD player, and that's the first movie we watched on that. It was Finding Nemo. So, like, that also... It brings me back to that time where I'm like, oh, my God, that was so new. Like, that was that was such a new thing for us then or whatever. You know, that does make sense because I remember... Yeah, I remember pausing it and it would fade in. And yeah, and, yep. Yeah, um, I do remember that. So, it, it, Julie hadn't really had a ton of watching experience with Finding Nemo. Like, it's just kind of, like it missed her age just a little bit. And mm. she was always like, yeah, I, I've seen it, but I haven't seen it that much. And then we're going through and like, I'm listening to all the voices where, um, like Ellen DeGeneres, uh, voicing Dory. And, um, oh, what's his name that voices Marlon, the dad? I'm, I'm not trying to sure. I was thinking of who that is, but I can't. He's, he's also been in a million things. Um, I gotta find his name too. Um, here, let me see. Yeah, because I, I can never, I never know. But then you that. go to, um, you go to like the fish tank uh, and who's in the fish tank. Alexander fi- Gulp? uh Oh, no, I'm uh, sorry. No, that's that's Nemo. A... That's Nemo. Um, Albert Brooks. Yeah, Albert Brooks. Albert Brooks. Yeah, who's also in, so he's in like Taxi Driver, um, uh, Modern Romance, uh, Defending Your Life. Yep, defending um, your life. Yeah, all those different things. Um, Secret Life of Pets, he did. Yeah, he was in Drive with mm-hmm. um, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, he's he's done a million things. He was. Um, the in laws. I love Curb Your Enthusiasm, and they did uh, one of those living funerals for him in one of the episodes. Oh. Like where he, my God. you. know You know what I'm talking about? Where they're yeah. still alive, but they do like. And Larry David does his like eulogy or whatever and is not like taking it seriously at all. He's like he's like, oh, I'm happy to be here for a guy we're all gonna be seeing in fifteen minutes or something like that and he's watching it from another room and he's like, Come on, man. Don't like and then Larry's looking for his bathroom and he opens one of the doors and the episode was filmed after COVID. So he opens the one door and there's like stockpiles and stockpiles of um like <laughs> tissues and masks oh, and yeah, sanitizer yeah. and all that. And he looks, he goes, he's a fucking COVID hoarder. He's a COVID hoarder. And like, so everybody realizes that during that point of the oh, funeral. And that, and they're like, what the hell? You're a co- – like, John Hamm's there for that episode. And he looks <laughs> and he's like, he's like, first responders could have used all this. Like <laughs> – and then he walks out. And he's like, you know what? I hope you really die. <laughs> and then, like, walks out. <laughs> See, what, I, I, the, what <laughs> like, I love about that show is, like, celebrities come in and they just play themselves. They play themselves. That's yeah, I love. I love that part of it. It's very – like, um <laughs> – I won't – I won't mention exactly what they're talking about, but <laughs> there's this scene where Larry David has been talking to this woman, and the woman's daughter is oversharing too much. Oh, yeah. yeah I remember so, that one. Uh Jerry Seinfeld is there. Oh, my God. I remember that. And he's just like... He's just like, I think you know. I think it's too much. Like, I think she's too getting too personal. And Jerry's like, "No, I don't think so." You know, <laughs> Larry asked the doctor, or no, Larry asked the woman. He's like, "Oh yeah, how's your... T- <laughs> You're talking about. I can't. I can't see. But they're talking about. For some reason, the daughter felt the need to share some problems going on oh, with I her private that. Yeah, parts. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he, he just straight up asks, like, oh, yeah, how's your daughter's private parts? And, and Jerry just looks at him like, what the hell? And then she's like, oh, she's doing good. And then Jerry looks back, and he's even more confused. He's like, what the hell? Oh, my God. <laughs> that scene when i saw it oh my god so i was good. dying uh and it's, it's absolutely hilarious another scene i've seen is um is when they're having this maybe think of it what you mentioned um they're having the funeral and the guy is being buried with his oh his with the driver. golf club yeah and he looks and he goes that's mine that's my driver oh my god <laughs> i'll it's never so forget ridiculous. that he's such an idiot it's actually funny there's a new season of that premiering tonight yes i did see that julie just told me she it. literally just texted me now telling me that i had no idea oh really it's, yeah i've been seeing ads so for it that show uh, let, let me let me i'll finish up with uh curve before i go back to fighting people <laughs> because i don't want to lose the, my place entirely on that but that show is so good and then JB Smooth comes in, and it gets so much better. Like he adds a different layer to that show, just being yeah. him. Is that um? That's his buddy Leon. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um. Is, uh, where he'll just be like, "Uh, be like, I'm fucking lamping. I'm fucking lamping right now. Is it? It's like lamping. Is that a real word? I mean, yeah. I'm yeah it means he's, I'm uh, chilling. He's, yeah, he's chilling. Yeah. Like, and like we'll say all this. Like he said, the what I can't even remember some of his stupid rants. Sometimes I mean, he's talking about like, uh, like white girls at a different time, and he's like, he's like, yeah, they they'd be like doing the two step and go poop poop a or like something like that. <laughs> and the way he the way he does <laughs> it, he's like. He's like that's how she's like that's how they you knew they were they were looking for a man or something like that. And he, she weighs her fingers go poop poop too. It's fucking, it's fucking over and that or like he says like something what? like that. And then there's there's one where this um oh, where this uh guy calls says some racist shit to because like this uh oh. anti Semite or whatever. Yeah. And Larry's telling Leon about it. And Leon's like, you can't take that, man. He's like, next time you see him, you gotta get in that ass. You gotta you gotta you gotta put your foot in it, why now, and go in that bitch. Get in that ass, Larry. Get in that ass. And I say that say that constantly, constantly, constantly. Oh um, my god. But yeah, so Albert Brooks from Curb is also in that uh in Finding Nemo and a million other things. But yeah, in the but then you go in the Dentist Fish Tank and you have um what's his name? Brad Garrett as the puffer fish who has one of the most iconic oh, voices yeah. of all time cuz he just has that big deep like booming voice. He has that that same um like Patrick Warburton problem yes, where like Patrick yes. Warburton's voice you could pull out of anything just pull it from anywhere yeah Yeah, you could 100% just like oh yeah this is (laughs) this is him no matter what um and then uh great actor he is too what's her name from um oh my god i'm that this is gonna be the whole episode is me starfish what the hell is her name uh peach um allison janney um yeah that's her name who i think she might have no she didn't pass recently um oh, I no i th- i thought she did but she oh, didn't okay. um who she's got a really iconic voice uh, i absolutely love hers um jeffrey rush who do you remember who he is that he's sounds familiar. um he's the other pirate in pirates of the caribbean the one who like Oh, has the black per like yeah. jack sparrow's main enemy for the first movie oh okay And he comes yes. back at the end yes, of the yes, second yes. one and he's like oh what's happening to my ship or whatever and uh, for a second i thought you meant like not yeah yeah the no two side pirates those dumb he, guys no yeah, yeah yeah not him yeah mm-hmm. um <laughs> i just love that scene where they're like um Where he's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm trying to read the Bible," and he goes, (laughs) "You can't read." And he goes, "Well, maybe God gives points for trying." Oh yeah, no, no. (laughs) That's those guys. Those guys are hilarious. No, they're great. Um, But yeah, Jeffrey Rush is the Pelican in that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. And then, um, and then Willem Dafoe just kind of emerges from the shadows as Gil, and like. (laughs) <laughs> Julie is I don't know why she does this, she because like she just has to add the U S S Y on everything in her life, so she'll she'll go is that the fussy?
1: <laughs>
0: like Julie, you don't have to call. Yeah, <laughs> what
1: probably was she calling? The same.
0: <laughs> what was she calling Keanu... She's calling him, like, Kiyosi or something like that. Oh. She's going, Kiyosi and da fussy. And I'm like, oh, my God, Julian. Why you got it? Oh <laughs> I, God, I don't get crazy. it. That's so, amazing. like, so she, like, <laughs> so we're watching Fighting Nemo. I'll, I'm all emotional thinking about my childhood that then it's immediately, oh my God, is that the fussy voice again? like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my Lord. <laughs> <laughs> That's too good. But like, I say all that to say, like, he is, like, even with all the recognition he got, he is still vastly underrated yes. as an yeah, actor. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. And like, I, um... I like to see – I I like to watch those acting tips, obviously. Mm -hmm. And I saw um, one from him, and it's him saying – I always like the idea of trying to act badly, and just kind (laughs) of laughs. And then he says, well, think about it. Uh, Think about trying to do the scene bad and trying to make it – the worst you can. It kind of it, it kinda gives you a strive for perfection. Yeah. And I was just like, damn, <clears> that's very cool. Like, I never thought of it that way. I don't know. He's very he's he's really, wise. He's really, really wise. I love picking up any of those tips that I can hear from people. Even oh, if you think yeah. it's the smallest thing, it's like, just apply it. Mm-hmm. Just apply it in what you're doing. Yeah. Like, um, oh, I wish I could remember his name. Um, the main guy in Get Out. Do you know uh Daniel um uh, yeah Daniel something I, hold on I'll I'll find it Yeah cuz I never I can never remember his name that's such he's a good such movie. a great actor and, he's he's fantastic Yeah and I remember I saw a tip from him and he was saying um uh the Daniel Kaluuya the Kaluuya thank Kaluuya. you um he says um He's so handsome. He he is handsome. He's a handsome guy. (laughs) But he's like, he's talking about improv and he's saying the cool thing about improv is that it just, it teaches you to just listen and be in the moment (laughs) Mm -hmm. and just, and really listen to what the other person is saying to you, you know, and it's, it's just stuff like that and it's it can, and it can just be like applied into everyday situations mm. like it really even like certain podcasts i listen to like bad friends specifically they improv like so much they'll be talking about something like the, mm-hmm. like a random situation and they'll go and like suddenly they'll be like okay you're you're this person and i'm this person yeah. and they immediately like start like kind of going into like what how they think those scenarios would go and the things that come up are just absolutely hilarious but that's like when john yesterday was saying the thing about how uh, pot calling the kettle black is racist that mom should not say it he was entirely saying that just to like that uh, mess with her It'd be difficult but like that led to me being like yeah well if you if you research the term actually um, because of, because of the kettle, um, yeah, well, they're, actually, they, yeah. <laughs> they're, they use because like Asian people make so much tea, mm-hmm. they're they're using that as that comparison, or and like just this ridiculous, like to the point where he was just like. I could tell that he was even holding back a chuckle with me saying that, because he was like, I can't believe he just backed that up so ridiculously, but it still kind of works, it like, works, with that. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't work. <laughs> so white people invented it to be like, yeah, that's, like, it's like the pot kettle, calling the kettle black. Like, it doesn't matter. They're both minorities. Like, <laughs> and it's very clever. It really is. And you made, the thing is, you made it sound so, like, like, legit. actually had the yeah, research to like back it up. Legit. But, like, yeah. but like, improv prepares your brain to, like, think on those stupid wavelengths, mm-hmm. like, really, really stupid ones. Absolutely. We've been, we've been trying to write more jokes at home, too, like, with how much uh, stand-up we've been watching and, nice. like, the class Julie's taking. And learning how to do that is really interesting because there are certain it's weird how they like pop up in everyday life. Like you, Julie told that, um, that story to you, to us yesterday. She, she had told me previously, but she had mentioned it yesterday about that voicemail that popped up when, (laughs) when she was calling that family and they were like, we are the first family to be dishonorably discharged from, from the salvation army or whatever. When she told me that the other day, I go, Julie, that's a setup to a joke. I was like, (laughs) I was like, that's a setup to, like, two or three minutes of material easily. <laughs> it really is. Because it's one of those things in real life that happens that you're like, this can't be true. Like, this no. can't be a real no, thing that yeah. actually happened. And those are where some of the best, like, mm-hmm. riffs come off and, of that. And that's what's cool about that situation specifically is who the hell would be Discharged from the from, Salvation Army. Right. Dishonorably discharged. So it's really, it's one of those things, you would not hear that Never. every day. And it's like, what the fuck? Even like, I don't know if she wants me, I'll, I'll only share like the bare bones of it, but she was writing this joke that I happened to um, see on her page, like she had her notebook open one t- uh, one night and I was still up. And I wasn't reading through it, but I happened to to glance over and I saw this joke she was working on that was like, basically like, you know, my husband doesn't understand why uh, I watch so many murder docs, but like, he doesn't understand that I'm doing research based off of it <laughs> or like doing learning based <laughs> off. And I was, I was laughing at that, but then what the hell were we? Why we were watching some like murder documentary or something like okay, that. Yeah. And the um the rating thing came up. You know how Netflix does that now? Where it's like, at the end, it was like, how did you enjoy this? Yes, Whatever. yeah. Um, and, <laughs> uh, and I was saying, after it popped up, the one I was like, that's that's where more to that joke comes in, is right there. Where you're like, I don't know what what's more disturbing with Netflix sometimes. Some of the documentaries I watch on it, or them asking me what I thought of it at the end of the <laughs> thing. It was like... I, I don't that know. Good, that, actually, like, yeah. I don't know if I wanna get to the end of a Holocaust documentary <laughs> that I thought was interesting <laughs> and then rate it loved this. What did you think of this? <laughs> didn't like it, like it, loved it. <laughs> now I gotta lie and tell them I didn't like it at all yeah, so that I like, don't look like a psychopath. <laughs> <that's> <laughs> like, like me saying, Oh, fun fact about the Holocaust. <laughs> It's like so Where the hell did that happen? That was like on a show or something. Like where they they were like, Here's a fun fact about this and it made me laugh so hard just based on the fact that it sounded like almost that same cadence. Right, yeah. Where it was like, Here's a fun fact about this. <laughs> I can't believe I fucking said that. It's hilarious. I thought that was absolutely I thought that's one of the funniest things you've ever said. <laughs> you can't believe it cuz well cuz it's it was so funny cuz you were so young that like everybody absolutely knew what the intention was that you were saying it with you they knew oh, that yeah. it was like it's like a- oh like this is this is hilarious like yeah you guys are going to love this or whatever you were just saying it as like a transition into that yeah <laughs> Let's remember Mrs. Missow. Okay, well it's not a fun fact. It's an interesting fact. It's interesting fact. It's <laughs> like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have said Oh fun it's fact. terrible. <laughs> yeah, to it's... to preface that, um <laughs> I was in eighth grade doing uh, a project on the Holocaust. It was like a Billboard project. And um uh and it's like um one of those projects we did where like we had to dress. I, I dressed up as Ben Franklin and stuff. Like, I I can't remember I what remember the project it, yeah. is called, but um, you know, you you uh make a billboard presentation and everything. And I was doing research on the Holocaust, and um, my fun fact <laughs> was that um neither Hitler or um, uh, who was the president at the time uh, uh, Roosevelt Roosevelt yeah. Neither of them saw the end of World War II. And neither did Mussolini. Mussolini was... He he got executed by the time Mm -hmm. the war ended, too. Which is crazy. I think only Churchill was, like, the only, like, major... Oh, him and Stalin were, like, the only two... Stalin was... They were, like, the only two major leaders to, like, make it through Mm -hmm. out of everybody. And... But yeah, that was my fun fact. <laughs> and my teacher was like, "Okay, well, that's not a fun fact." No, hold, uh, what what the hell was I'm trying to think. It, I was watching Kill Tony a week or two ago and uh whoever Cam, Cam was out doing a minute or whatever mm-hmm. and whoever one of the guest comedians there that ni- was there that night said this thing about him where he was like cam is just the best to like go and do anything with because it's hilarious like he's like we went to go see oppenheimer together oh, and like we're watching the whole movie and he's like and we get out and oh, he's God. like and he was like uh he was like what did you he was like what'd you think and cam looked over and he's like man that white dude be fucking everybody like, <laughs> 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 it, uh Murphy, oh, Killian did, Murphy, which he kind of did, which he kind of did in that movie. Like he was sleeping with everybody in that. Well, it, 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 yeah, he's he slept with like a lot of people. Like even within the first half hour, he's sleeping with like two different women. <laughs> yeah, just... that's true. Oh my well, god, and, and that was that was just fucking weird. That, was that crazy. Well, first of all, can I just start by saying? Oppenheimer is just fantastic. They did a great job with that movie. Um, yeah. have you seen it? Yeah, I it's, saw mo- I saw most of it. I didn't f- get to finish the end yet, but I was getting well I was getting so tired by the time we no, got to like yeah. hour 2 that I was just like oh, I, I I was going to say what did you make it to? Oh my god. Um May and probably like the second or third scene with Einstein, not the not the beginning scene. No, yeah, up, but, but like, like when this, they yeah, show like, him again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, so you didn't see the end with what happens in the courtroom and everything. Not yet. No, it's phenomenal. I've heard I've, they just did such a great. Job. I was locked in. I really was when I was watching that movie. I was like locked in, but it was just like. It, we we started it way too late at night mm-hmm. we started it way too late at night yeah, that's like, yeah that's like three hours too that's it's just... uh, yeah that never matters to me though how no, many I know. how many fucking times have i seen the batman at well, this point? true but still it, it, it's a long movie mm-hmm. um you're not wrong. Killian Murphy does kind of sleep around. in that movie. He does kind of do that. But even then, it's like a weird scenario because, like, he's still like he's infatuated with this woman, and this woman wants nothing to do with him, pretty much. And it's it's just weird. Isn't it wild that Killian Murphy's like filmed in North Tonawanda, New York, before? Really? Yeah. For because he was in Quiet Place too. Oh yeah 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 yeah. That weird. True. And thing I ever tell you that story? so this one idiot from um from what I used to work at Budways, he was like an assistant manager or something like that. the one day there's a there's a camera crew in like the Budways parking lot, and they we were like filming something, and he's going all of a sudden, this rumor starts spreading, started by him, he's like filming a quiet place too out there they're filming a quiet place too. They're filming a quiet place too. Like he had some kind of fucking inside knowledge on this thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, they're filming a quiet place too, which I was like, why would they be filming a quiet place too in the middle of a crowded parking lot where like, I was <laughs> like, maybe it's like a prequel scene to the movie. Like maybe they show kind of like what led into it or whatever, but he's like, you're so a hundred percent telling everybody committed to filming a quiet place too. It was a fucking William Mittar commercial. (laughs) Sweet, like two. That's even that's even bigger than a quiet. Like (laughs) two wildly separate. That's yeah, completely. Like how do you do your research? Just a tiny bit, and you'll find out that's that's entirely false. Like what you're saying is entirely not true. You know, it would have been a little better if he was like oh, because they're filming A Quiet Place Here, now the news is, like, doing stories on NT and stuff like that. That would have been more believable, you know? But even then, yeah, that's... (laughs) Oh, my God, that is funny. (sighs) I was thinking about auditioning for that movie. Nothing enrages me more my entire life Shout out, Eric! Uh, <laughs> um, not not my cousin. Uh, my my friend, Eric Zacher. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Bose's with him. I've told you the story, but <laughs> he apparently, I I never believe this story, but apparently, him and his friend were like this was when Wolf Boy was being filmed. Nearby. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, I think you told me. Yes, this. and him and his friend, like, got into the set and were just kind of like not, and not in the actual set, but like you know, like um, like they were, well, yeah, the set. They were they weren't like messing with props or anything, but you know they were, uh, they were like walking around and just kind of messing around and everything. And security guards found them and pulled them aside and, you know, they, you know, they thought they were going to get in trouble. And apparently the director walked up to both of them and said, you guys got some, some big balls on you coming in here. You guys want to part in the movie? (laughs) I was like, bullshit. No way this is real. Until I saw the trailer for Wolf Boy. And I see Eric dead, like dead in the center of the screen at Wolf Boy. I went, no fucking way. Yeah, that happens sometimes. I was. I was just so bad. I was like, "This guy has no acting experience. How did he get this gig, and I didn't?" I was like, "Actually, I'm, I'm, I have nothing against Eric." Shout out yeah. To him. But it's just it's just... extra extra work ends up weird sometimes, like that. Yeah. Like you could be you could be not seen <clears throat> at all in the <clears throat> slightest, or all of a sudden you're like. So when I did Bad Cupid, um, if the end scene is like uh the the main guy going to the church or whatever mm. and it's um what what was it it's like the wrong denise who ends up uh getting married or no he leads her to the wrong denise what the hell is what the hell happens <laughs> yeah no oh, i oh i think that... I think there were two. I think what happens is there are two Denises getting re- married that day at the church, uh, and he he showed up early for the wrong one. Denise, so as I he's can. walking there, she's already married. So she comes out. So like the the lead, the like the bride or whatever, and the groom walk out. Who yeah, are yeah. Paid actors or whatever. Me and Julie are watching this, and. Uh, in the wedding party, who's, like, just... They're just there and don't have, like, lines and shit. She goes, that's John from Panera. It's, like, this guy we used to work at with at Panera was just, like, in the shot, like, for a yeah, long was time as an there. extra. And we're yeah. like, what the hell? How did he get in with that? Like, it's so weird. <laughs> and, 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 yeah, that's another thing is, like, I, I don't think Eric had lines or anything. It was just, like, that scene, he was there. But I was just, like... What the fuck? You know? Yeah, for real. It's like, what is this, dude? It's 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 hilarious how that works. Like, I mean, but look at look at professional actors who have had shit go on like that. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Harrison Ford was fixing something on the Star Wars set, and that's how Man, he got God, in Star Wars. Yeah. Like, weird circumstance. It just you know, I was I was always confused about that. So. And, and I uh, really, I'm just confused on how it happened. Uh, did he book Star Wars, and then afterwards they were like, "Oh, we also have Indiana Jones." Like, I was never sure how we got Indiana Jones. He probably he probably established a reputation with that yeah with that company. I, I figured as much. Yeah, and then they were like, "Hey, we're doing this movie." Or had a we good think agent you try out. That's or a had thing. a good agent. That's the thing too. Is like. The, when once you get in the industry you realize like you got to have a good agent and like that's kind of like where it yeah. the, this guy who went to buff state when i was there um his name is uh, steve service he works all the time he's been in a ton of stuff um mm-hmm. he's uh on this adult swim show called um it's like werewolf uh joe asian uh, or like sheriff what the hell Hold on. <laughs> no, no worries. But um, to coincide with your point, what? I uh, 100% agree. I've been uh, watching Barry, that show. Oh, um, yeah. Bill Hader. And um, the whole show is about he's a hitman that joins this acting troupe, and now he wants to be an actor. Mm. Um, but uh, this girl that he's into, um, at one point she's talking to her agent and he says to her, like, oh, well, um, you know, in order to, um, in order to advance your career, like, pretty much like sexual favors, you know, he was like, in order to advance your career, you're going to have to do something for me. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, well, I'm not, I don't really want to do that. And he was like, you know, I was kidding, Right and she was like oh oh yeah of course you know and then she gets to the and then she gets to her gig that her agent had got her at the time yeah and then um when she gets there um she's talking to the one person and she's like oh well we called your agent and he said he doesn't represent you yeah and she was just like Oh, <laughs> okay. You know, and was just, and was completely distraught afterward. Like it really is. There's some really, really shitty agents out there, really you know, bad ones. But if you find good ones, you're you're blessed. You know, Neon Joe Werewolf Hunter was the name of the show. Neon Joe for. Werewolf Hunter. Um, yeah, he um he's on that and he's done a ton of other work. He did bridge of spies with Tom Hanks and like mm. all these, all these different cool things. Um, he, uh, he said when he came to like, speak to us that his agent, when he got to New York was like, yeah, you'll never be able to do theater in New York. Like you're just not that type or whatever. Really? we so he fired her. <laughs> like he was like, wow. he was like, yeah, like, I knew what I wanted to do, and, like, I knew she didn't really have a say with it, yeah, so, like, yeah. he's, like, I just made that choice, and I did that, and he was, like, it was one of the best things I ever did, because, yeah. like, it made him take off more. He's done tons of stuff. He mm. did he did 30 Rock. He's, like, if they need, like, bigger guys, like, they're thick, because he owns a CrossFit gym, too. That's, mm-hmm. like, his side hustle, and so he's, he's ripped. He's a really, like, nice. he's a really in-shape dude, so, nice. like... We'll catch him on that. He was like, uh, he was on Gotham at one point, which is dope. Really? Yeah. Um, he did like Law and Order, Criminal Intent. He did all these like cool, yeah. cool, cool things. Um, just because of like his henchman building his look, but it's important to have the right people on your side so that like if they're like, okay, I recognize what you want to do. I know they want to do that. And yeah. Like, yeah. And I don't know why I thought of it, but um, oh my God, what is his name? Um, Ian from Shameless? Oh, yeah, um... I uh, I forget his name, but, um... It, it, he shows up in Gotham, too, and I've, I'm not thrilled with the role he played, but he plays... Do you know they have, like, that Joker thing? Oh, yeah, I remember show? that. So he plays, like, I think, the main Joker, and, again, I'm not thrilled with how they did it, but they have this scene that he does where it's it's very it's very much a joker move. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the scene where like this guy has two people play Russian roulette and um the one guy um you know puts a gun to his head, pulls the trigger, nothing happens and then hands it to him. And then he takes it Pulls the trigger, bam, nothing happens. Then he does it again, and then nothing, and again, and then nothing, and then again, and nothing. So it's just like that. And the whole time he's like giving a speech and stuff, but like that kind of fear factor that mm-hmm. he had there. Um, it, it really, and it really, it's all about your agent because. Uh, yeah shameless is crazy but i wouldn't have seen him going from that to that no not you know at all I mean? like they got to know your range yeah. and your potential and what you can do and then from that cameron this is his name cameron monogyn thank you and uh then to go from that to star wars and doing star wars games and stuff damn, damn. he's They're it's like, crazy he's like two months younger than me no kidding. That's weird to think about. I'm Isn't getting to the weird? age where now I'm like, oh shit, all these yeah. people are so much younger than me. Like yeah. Cam Patterson's like 24. He's like your age. It's That's crazy it's to think weird. about. Like I, all the time, I forget like me and Little Pomp are like the exact same age. Dude, Tom Aspinall, who's the UFC interim heavyweight champion, who's like this big like hulking man, this like six foot four like like two 260 of solid muscle he's like a month younger than me That's fucking I'm like crazy. Jesus lord almighty I need to do steroids <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what are we even doing it is weird to it, think about. it's weird like just like realizing stuff at those age, like even Josh Allen who I'm like oh my god I look up to him so much I look up to that guy I absolutely yeah. love that guy he's two years younger than me two or three years younger it is weird to think about yeah it's definitely weird to think about that we're not close in age by far but like me and josh allen yeah we're like both 20 julie wears a shirt that says josh allen is my dad and she's a year younger than him (laughs) (laughs) like yeah it it definitely is weird to think (laughs) about it's like you said what josh is two years younger than you yeah, I think he's 27 right now. So like, We're like five years apart. I know, isn't that weird? Yeah, <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay. I love that guy so much. He's great. He's great. I love. I I just saw um this um the, he went golfing with with, Tom with Brady. Brady. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yes. shared it, and he was like, "Yeah, your son's a great kid and everything." And, you know? and, and, and like, that's the thing is like. <laughs> Julie saw that and she messaged me she's like this is very pro Tom Brady right now that you're doing this and I don't like it <laughs> and I go first of all you don't watch football like you know the bills so, so like Fair you enough. have no room to criticize and hopefully she doesn't listen as part of this because I'm gonna die at home if I if she hears me say that <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. but no like but then I was like I was like listen if the consensus greatest quarterback of all time mm-hmm is like is buddies with your son and like or is, is buddies with one of the current uh top quarterbacks yeah. now and speaks so highly of him too that says something oh, yeah. that's Absolutely. not people people don't just do that. Mm-mm. People don't just do that. I um the one thing I really hope for next season, as far as the bills go. So, um, beginning of the season, Josh was kind of all over the place as far as like throwing deep, throwing short, making poor throws, like doing all this stuff. And a point that's come across a lot that I very much agree with is when Joe Brady took over as offensive coordinator, um, as opposed to Dorsey after we fired Ken Dorsey.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: It's almost like they reeled some of the plays back. Because they're almost like afraid of what Josh will do with some of his throws. That's fair. Like it kind of seems like they're like, yeah, he's such a good weapon, but like if that weapon goes wrong. Like yeah. it, it screws us over. Yeah. So I hope during the off season they kind of find a nice balance of like, okay, here's the style we want you to play with, so that like you're throwing less of this and like doing mm-hmm. that. Because like they show this, they show this stat. Where, like, QBs making throws where they were about to go out of bounds. Yes. Like, all season, every other quarterback was, like, one for 16 doing that. Like, where it's like, oh, they they do this and they make a completion to get, like, a mm-hmm. first down or whatever. Josh was five out of six last season. Doing that. Yeah. Making insane throws where he's about to go out of bounds and he just hits a laser to somebody. And gets the yardage that they need because mm-hmm. of that. He's so good. He's great. Like that's the thing is he really he's is. he's so good when it comes to that. But he does need to stop throwing picks. All that could because because that's what's going to kill like those inconsistencies and those throws and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's what's going to kind of kill him in the long run. That last game that we played this season, mm-hmm. like he could have got a touchdown like three times i agree. that. And like some of it was on the players, but like some of it was on him too. Like just not making the plays that yeah. he needed to, which like, if you're going to give him the lion's share of the love after games, you need to give him, you, you need to be realistic about like what different things are with it, which like, yeah, my, <laughs> so Lamar Jackson loses last week. Um, Where everybody was like MVP, MVP, MVP all season with him, which he had a great season. Oh yeah! But then when it came time for for like the biggest game in his life, they put up one touchdown. They put up one, and I was I was waiting to hear all this media Mm -hmm. to be like, you were talking so much shit about Josh last week. Like, what what are we gonna say about Lamar here? Like, what are we gonna do? And I learned. This past week, who I respected in NFL media because they they doubled down and were like, "Hey, I held Josh to the same standard last week. I have to hold Lamar to this." But then others would be like, "Oh, you know Lamar this or whatever," and like yeah, make excuses yeah. for him. You can't do that if you're gonna if you're going to do that you have to hold everybody the same standard. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because love or hate what Josh did in that game, they put up, like, 24 points. Yeah, that's fair. Baltimore put up 10. They put up 10 against them with their MVP candidate quarterback. With this guy Zay Flowers, who's one of the best receivers all year, and then screwed over the team yeah. more than anything else on the rate. Like you gotta hold them to that. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, you have to hold them to that. It, it's it's so weird with the Bills, dude. Because like they get hot, and all of a sudden Vegas is like they're the best team ever. Like they should be favored for everything, 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 and then so they like overrate them, mm-hmm. and then when something happens where the Bills like look like they got they don't look as good as they did the week before or whatever, all of a sudden it's like, they're a garbage franchise. Well you rated them too high in the first place. Right. Right. Like why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. You know what we're working with at this point. You know what our last seasons have looked like. Like you need to like put them as far as like they should be as far as who can win the Super Bowl next year, mm-hmm. Buffalo should be in the top ten. They should not be in the top five. Five, yeah, they shouldn't be. They should maybe be eighth or ninth if we're looking at it realistically. Mm-hmm. If we're rating them realistically compared to other teams in the NFL, they should be eighth or ninth with their ceiling being like third or fourth. And that's the ceiling that they should be yeah. like at. That's, that's the highest we can go. The Chiefs are probably gonna win another Super Bowl next week, probably be like I really in, hope in, not they they're probably gonna because when you when you do everything head to head with them, I feel like. The the big outlier comes down to quarterback, and Casey absolutely has the better quarterback with them having Patrick Mahomes. It's like the best. They're looking for dynasty status. They're looking oh, yeah, for yeah, like yeah. we've been we've won three Super Bowls in the last like five or six years, and uh, we're going to be the team to beat from like now on because because <laughs> in the playoffs, um, Mahomes has only lost to Joe Burrow and Tom Brady. Like, those are the only two that, that he has. So I do not see him losing to Brock Purdy next week. I don't see, I don't see that happening. I would love it. Oh, right. But yeah, I, you love I it, but... also don't think that, like, Purdy's going to go down as, like, oh, this is the greatest QV that ever yeah, lived. That's fair. Um, so, like, I, I, I think they're in the right place. That. But they should be, the Chiefs, for the time being, should be the favorite to win the Super Bowl every year because even with the bad season they had this year they're in the playoffs and they woke up in the playoffs so they literally they were it's someone uh Nick Wright was saying it all season and he was absolutely right they were practicing all season right right all season for them the regular season was practice and learning and that's that's really how it should be though but it's kind of crazy like they weren't even they weren't even playing for like number 1 seed they were practicing all fucking season wasn't it just last year or yeah, last season that you were saying like when they would do their huddles, they would just run in a circle. I can't remember. I might have been saying that. I I thought it was something I don't know if it was last season or the season before that. Something like that. But yeah, it was something crazy to the point where they weren't making plays. They were just running in circles whenever they got it's, together. Yeah, it's <laughs> kind it's of just like what the fuck. It's kind of insane. Like they're just they're just a unit. They're they're and Absolutely. they and they They game plan it so well. They just game plan so well against teams. Our secondary was so beat up. Um, when we played them in the playoffs, and they used Travis Kelsey exactly how they should have, mm-hmm. like they they used him entirely how they should have in that game. His whole postseason, all mm-hmm. of a sudden, it's like you didn't see Travis Kelsey all season for the most part. No, yeah. and then they saved him for the off season where he's like going off mm-hmm. and doing all this. Yeah, they said there was a, rec- a receiver problem all season, which there kind of was, but Rasheed Rice woke up for them who's mm-hmm. one of their top receivers. Okay, And yeah. then um Marquez Val, uh uh Valdez scandling um who is dropping passes all season. All of a sudden in the playoffs is making all these clutch plays for them and doing that. That's what it matters. Yeah, like that's what it, it really matters. is like just get your foot in the door in the playoffs and you can do every, anything. And the Kansas City Chiefs are the Kansas City Chiefs. Like as much as that sucks, like they're going to be the new Patriots dynasty for us. Oh, for a while, for for a while. But like, my other thing too is the Bills went so long not even touching the postseason that we're spoiled right now. Yeah, that's very true. The fact that we've won the the East four years in a row, four years in a row. When you know, up until like twenty sixteen or seventeen there was a playoff drought of like almost 20 years that we were trying to break mm-hmm. of like 20 years. And we, and we did it. And just like, that's what people need to go back to the mindset of. They need to go back to the mindset of being hungry as fans, as fans, you need to go back to, we need to make the post season. And that being your bare minimum. Yes. But like, That's it. Now the expectations are way too high for, these fans, including myself, but I oh, also yeah, know yeah. I also know our ceiling is winning the Super Bowl, and that's mm-hmm. what I want to see, and that's why I've been so critical about McDermott for like the whole damn season. Mm-hmm. And, and I I hundred percent agree with that, but I think the problem with that is everyone sees the potential that Buffalo clearly has. Yes, very very much we so. Can make it there, and the fact that we get so close and then we don't that's what is so frustrating mm-hmm. about it. It's just we're right there every time. And you know, some I didn't think about it. It was either you or Tyler had mentioned it that um our game against the Chiefs, like, I was like, we're not playing how we were last week. And it might have been you. Uh you were saying, Well, the Chiefs we can't do the same plays. We can't that um we were doing last week because the Chiefs are gonna be studying that. You and- can if you're playing a video game and you face the first boss and you're already game planning for the next five bosses based on how you beat the first boss, you're gonna lose. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. That's cause literally each each boss is different. It's gonna be absolutely. like a unique situation no matter absolutely. how you do it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But it'll be uh, Super Bowl is going to be fun next week at least as far as like the uh, math diaper party and then yeah absolutely think Usher will do decent for the halftime show not the biggest Usher fan it's but, just but weird Usher to have him me doing the a halftime show I think he just dropped like either a single or an album so he's he's already doing like the rollout for mm-hmm. Super Bowl week just kind of <laughs> hilarious to me, yeah. To, what, so that's something I wanted to ask you. What do you think... What songs do you think he's going to do? Ooh. That's a good question. Yeah. Let's make a... I'm going to make a list right now and see how accurate our predictions were. Usher. Now, let me see. Set list. Okay. So usually I feel like they do, like what, like 10 to 12 songs within the 15 minutes they do, at least partially? Partially, yeah. That's what Rihanna kind of did last year. Um You know, yeah, that, yeah, you yeah, you know, know what Julie songs? mentioned to me the other day? What's that? You know that Taylor Swift wrote um, This Is What You Came For, that single she does with, uh, Rihanna does with Calvin Harris. Oh, no, really? And those, those are Taylor Swift. In that song. Like in like, actually like in the oh, actual. Yeah. I didn't know that. Huh. So the thing is like I, I give her I gave her a lot of shit last week <laughs> as far as those things. Songwriting you cannot take away from her. That's the one thing that okay, you yeah. that you really inarguably you cannot take away from her. Even I am like I am a stand that Rihanna is the best female R and B artist of all time. Like I, I will die on that hill. That R and B pop, she is one of the best. She writes fucking none of her music. And that mm-hmm. will always mm-hmm. mess with me so bad. So bad. And, because I like that's one of the reasons I love Evan M so much. Is he is never a verse, spit, he's always yeah. wrote himself. And and that's that's something that it, it really does suck when you realize that like who was i saying this about Uh, elton john i love elton john Mm. i can't tell you what he's wrote no because i don't think he's written anything yeah you know doesn't like the song daniel i love that song wonder why uh, oh yeah I i wonder why but um then the fact that I'm you know I watched rocket man just like you know everyone else and um I realized oh my god he didn't write that no like yeah. he didn't write anything mm. like and I'll tell you what I did not realize for a long time that um mm. uh what's the name of the song don't go break In my heart is that the name of it I, I, uh I yeah know. yeah with yeah. him with him and uh, yeah, Olivia Newton-John yeah. yeah 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 I didn't know that was him <laughs> I had no fucking clue. <laughs> you know, like, and it's just. But yeah, I, has Elton. I think now Elton John has tried writing songs of his own and everything, but like, to realize, like, a lot of the songs he was singing that it seemed like it has all this meaning and stuff to him. No, someone else wrote it, mm-hmm. you know? And it's. It does suck, and it doesn't. It it doesn't make me have a lower opinion of them or anything like that. But it is just kinda like oh, well I expected you to write it. You I know, know? like it's that's what that kinda kind of sucks. Of like yeah. you know that um you know uh Diamonds, right? The song Rihanna does. Yes, yes. You know that's Sia's Sia wrote that entirely. Sia wrote that. I didn't know that. And when you you listen to that song again, at some point listen to that Rihanna version and listen to it like you're listening to a Sia song, and you'll hear it. You'll be like, "Oh yeah, this sounds like Sia would have sung this, like a hundred percent." Thinking of it, Shine
1: yeah, yeah,
0: that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. You you know, like her cadence. and that's mm. like every time I hear that now, I'm like, "Oh, this this isn't. <laughs> this isn't." Yeah, and like I said, it doesn't make me have a lower opinion or anything. It's just kind of like, it is like a, aw, I expected you to write it, you know? Yeah. (laughs) it's But, you know. But, but like, even, um, like, Rehab, which is one of my favorite um, Rihanna songs, Justin Timberlake co-wrote that. I was like, like, did you not write anything yourself? (laughs) Anything? Like, fuck. But I do think there's... That where it's like, oh, why you know, why can't you write your own stuff and everything like that? That when you find an artist that does, it makes it special, hundred you know? percent. Like you know, it's coming so from like, somewhere. I so like regardless of me liking or not liking her music, I have to give mm-hmm. Taylor Swift her flowers for that. Like, I have to. Uh, a big one. I know that a lot of people. Well, it's not that he's bad. It's just all his music is the same. Rod Wave. Yeah. All his music sounds exactly the same. But and I might be wrong, but I think he writes all his own stuff. Yeah. And I th- my I think so. my coworker Dave, he, he even he knows like, yeah, I know a lot of Rod Wave's songs sound the same, but he, he relates to it because Rod Wave has done has been all th- through all this stuff and he you know it it hits him in a certain way cuz he could relate to all that mm-hmm. things you know so it really is it's kind of like yeah even though their music all sounds the same it's coming from a place with heart you yeah. know what i mean and but yeah you know i I wish people would write their own music, but sometimes it's for the best, you know. Oh, My God, what's the one Family Guy episode where Stewie's obsessed with that one woman and oh yeah, him and Brian go out to find her, and she's like, oh yeah, I never wrote that. Yeah, and uh, Stewie they... gets all mad, and it's, um, I can't remember. Who, it's who not is it? Celine A- Dion? No, it's Anne. No. Anne? Ann, um... Ann, no, not Anne Marie. It might be Anne Murray. Anne Murray? It might be Anne Murray. Um, is that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. I've got, I'm going to Google um, <laughs> it. Anne Murray. But yeah, even even then, when she's like, yeah, you know, that's. I always pictured it as this, you know, like they always have their own interpretation of it, which is cool. But um, then she's like, oh, you know, but, you know, I didn't write it, so how would I know? It you is know? Anne Murray. It is Anne Murray. Yeah, uh, that he loves yeah yeah Um, It's it's just one of those things where it's like yeah you wish they could write their own music but they still find a place for it you know yeah like it it almost really is similar to acting i've never written a script in my entire life yeah but i'll put my heart and soul into a character and make it the best i can you know Mm. that's all you can do by the end of the day for sure yeah. Um, all right, Usher set list. Yes. Let's go back to that. Um, so yeah, we'll definitely be on there. And do you think we see Ludacris or Lil Jon? <laughs> <sighs> I hope for both. I don't think we see either of them. I really, I at least just want to hear Lil Jon go,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's- I love that. Truly, that's all I want. <laughs> um, This is a weird article. It's like, it's like uh, five- if five songs you didn't know Rihanna wrote for other artists, and it's like selfish by her in future, and it's like, why wouldn't she have wrote that for like she's on that song? Like yeah. why, why wouldn't she yes. it's a really terrible. Yeah. Um so <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna put on there I'm gonna put caught up on there. You know, caught up. Caught up, yes. comethia, okay. yeah. Uh, caught up. Um What's some other, like, big ones that he's had? Um, I, feel I like, don't see them doing this, but DJ's got us falling in love. That one they could do. I'm going to put that on okay. there. DJ's got us I falling in love. I, it's it's definitely big enough, especially since everyone made that Minecraft parody of it. Have you ever heard that? Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking dumb. I, um... <laughs> see, like... Some of, the, some of his major hits directly involve, like, referencing sex. So I'm, I'm mm. feeling like they're going to avoid those ones. for like Probably. Like, Love in This Club probably won't be on there. As oh, big as, no. a, of a hit as it no. was. I want to make love in this club. I can't see them doing that no, on the Super No, I don't Bowl see that either. At all. Um, I will say, I know it's not going to happen. But if he does No Limit. And then pulls out Young Thug just for one second. I'll be happy. (laughs) Young Thug Super Bowl appearance finally. Yeah, let's go. Tyler would be like, oh my God, the goat. (laughs) How'd they get him out of jail? (laughs) Yeah, that's the other obstacle that they have. That's the other obstacle. They'll put him on the the screen. It'll just be... (laughs) Dude, but if my they do bar. no if they do no limit, I'll just descend. I'll be I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh my boo they might throw in there. I was thinking about it. I don't know if they'll do my boo. So that's like that's like a maybe. So the three that I have solid for guesses right now were yeah, caught up in DJ's got us falling mm-hmm. in love. Um See, I'm trying to think... You Make Me Wanna will be on there, I think. Ooh, that's a... Yeah, that's a good point. You make me wanna leave the world I'm with. See, that's the thing is, I'm trying to think of... If they... If they do slower songs or if they keep it ramped I think they're going to keep it ramped know? up. knowing the super so. bowl and like what their the expectations are for the halftime show it's mm-hmm. going to be go 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 yeah that's why that's one of the reasons I'm so hesitant about mm-hmm. uh, my boo being on there that's so I don't think yeah I don't think my boo will be there I don't think you got it bad will be on there but like confessions part 2 I'm like debating on cuz that's like one of his biggest hits of all time. So yeah. they, do, so did they put it on there? Even though it's about like him being a two faced bastard. That's fair. <laughs> Says it, three months she keeps it. Uh, oh my god, I forgot how many good songs he he's, does. A, have. He does have like an archive of unbelievable songs. I don't, I don't know if he does burn. Oh my god, will be on there. You think with so? With him and Will, I am. Oh. That okay, was yeah, one of the yeah, biggest yeah. radio hits of all time. That's fair. I feel like. Uh, Love in this club? They, see, that was one of the ones that I was thinking maybe not, because, like, is it, like, is it ma- not mainstream enough, but is it tame enough for them to put on the Super Bowl? <sighs> That's a good Ever point. since the, the whole Janet Jackson thing, they've been, they've, been so particular about what goes on Super Bowl yeah, and what doesn't. That's very fair. Um yeah, ooh, there, there are definitely some ones that I would love to see him do on here. But I know like they definitely wouldn't. Um man, yeah, it's hard because I don't I feel like they'll have to throw some slow jams in there. They'll have to and if If that's the case, I think they'll just ramp it up. Ooh, they might do Without You. You know that song? The one with him and David Guetta. Forgot about that one, actually. So what are we at? Oh, him and R. Kelly. I was going to say same girl. Do you think they do that? Um no because <laughs> because um in particular with how with how this is aged I don't think Usher wants to be associated with doing the same girls as R Kelly does and I am saying that through very clenched teeth right now. Oh yeah, yeah. hang on. Somebody to love. I was thinking that too. Okay, do you and think gonna- they pull beebs out? <laughs> I, that was a debate I had, too. They, you know what? Because of their history, they very... And Bieber's never, never done could. a Super Bowl, has he? Nope, I think never. they might bring Justin out for that one, then. Because he was... That was... Usher he was Usher's uh yeah. signee. Signee, yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. So we got seven right now on the set say, list. We need two uh, three more. I gotta say, I kinda respect Justin Bieber a lot more now. Than Oh oh then when he first came yeah, out? Yeah, then when he first I came I think out. there was a lot oh, of Oh yeah. I think there was just a lot of hate around him. Well yeah, that, but like then like what I think what earned my respect, and it's kinda dumb but um, have you ever seen the oh, – it's not nonstop. I don't think so. The It's the music video that um, – uh, it's DJ Khaled and Drake. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can't remember. It's like, bitch, just call him my phone. And it's it's um, nonstop. Somewhere. I can't remember the name of it. Is it nonstop? Is it rock star? I don't. Know, Tyler. Tyler's hating us right now. So I'm <laughs> just gonna get off this. So I'm not entirely wrong and stupid. Not. pop star. Pop stars. Star. And that's what I was gonna guess too. Yes. Um, I thought I was gonna be entirely wrong. So have you ever seen Have you ever seen that music video? Yeah. I I I just love it. Like, <laughs> first of all. I gotta say, I love the fact that DJ Khaled is totally leaning into the fact that he's annoying, because <laughs> that whole music video, he keeps calling Drake the whole time, and then Drake is just like, oh my god, what am I gonna do about this guy? He's like, alright, I think I gotta call someone to call in a favor, <laughs> and then it's Justin Bieber, <laughs> and then, you know, they do the whole music video, and then, I love the end when, um... He wakes up and he's like, Oh, and he's with his wife and he's like, I just had this really weird dream and then he I think he's taking his dog for a walk and then he gets a call from Drake and he's like oh. Well do you Well do you remember that Drake's in the baby music video? Yes. Him and Tyga are both in the baby music video. So, I totally like, forgot, they, actually. Have, they have ties from like way oh, back, yeah. I'm sure, where like they probably have a decent friend. They're both from Canada. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They both yeah, like, exactly. started getting mainstream around the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm sure they have a lot in common that they're like, oh, yeah, we're kind of going to be here for each other through. I feel like Drake's like that with a lot of people. They asked, um, Drake is one weird fella. When Eminem did kamikaze, he uh he also released this uh this series of like fucking four like it was like a four part interview, a three or four part interview with Sway. Um from you know so from Sway and yes. Tech. Like yeah. S- Sway in the morning. Um and God, I haven't heard that name in a while. On um on the actual kamikaze song, Eminem has this line where he's like, you got some views, but you're still below me. So when, uh, uh, people compare our views, you get overlooked or something like that. Um, and Sway asked him, he was like, people are thinking that that was a Drake diss when you did that, because Drake's always talking about like views or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, was that a diss of Drake? And, uh, M goes, no, no. He goes, he goes, I will be forever indebted to Drake for something he did for my daughter's birthday Um, one year. Aww. He's like, I will forever be indebted to him. He's like, ever since he did that, there was no chance that I would ever like. And they've known each other for a while. But for him to oh, hear yeah. him speak like, no, he did something really personal for me. So like. It's I weird. would never go at him like that. It's weird to think, though. They've never done a song together other than Forever. Forever's the only one. Yeah, that they did. and that's it. And it, that's just kind of weird to think about, you know. It is kind of weird. Yeah. It, it is, like, it's, super it, weird that that's happened. And, and that's the thing. is it's But Drake's brought him on stage, like, a million times, oh, too, yeah. which is hilarious. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I just think it's funny, because Forever is still, like, a compilation of, like, three, four different artists. Mm-hmm. You would think, oh, maybe they do another one, but they just never did. We never got that with Kanye either, though. With no. with them, we never got the the no, only one either. out of all of those that we got was Wayne and Eminem, which people were were begging, 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 begging for forever. And when Drop the World came out, it was a game changer that both of them were on the same Speaking song. Speaking of, um, this is a very long shot, but if you happen to be listening. Kendrick and or J Cole, please, please drop that album together. That's not happening. Please, that's not happening. That was supposed to happen like ten years ago. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw this. I saw this. Um, (laughs) this video that this guy does, and he's um, he's listening to the Black Friday, and um, (sighs) it gets to that line where J Cole goes. What in you, what in uh when in you when in you and K got uh, oh my god I can't say it right. When in you and K dot gonna drop bitch never and then he pauses it and he goes And those words were never true. No words were ever spoken more, more true, true than that. <laughs> and it's just like even no I please. think I think Kenny even had a line where he was like where where he says like at the end he's like he mentions a date or like a month and he's like, why to F around and drop? And then it cuts out oh, yeah, and he never yeah. dropped anything. Yeah. Isn't that what, yeah. Isn't that what he's like? Um, oh, I don't think so. But like, is that, is that black Friday? Yeah. That same thing. Okay. Um, is that the very end where he's like, nah, I'm just fucking shut up. Oh, yeah. I think that's exactly. It. Yeah. I love that. Because that one's over. Like, what am I And now nah, I'm just. Because his up. is over Tale <laughs> anyway. of Two Cities, and I can't remember what Cole's is over, but Cole's is over a Kendrick All right. song. It, that's right. All that's right. right. That's right. That's yep. right. That's right. And I, I got to send you some early, some like really early Kendrick stuff from around Good Kid Mad City where Jay Cole was like producing stuff do. for him. Yeah. Dumping. Specifically, Mm -hmm. I gotta send you. Um, Now I'm dumping out the roof. (laughs) That's how he does. Yeah, yeah. That's that's J Cole produced that one. Oh no kidding. And when you listen to that that beat from now on, you'll be like, oh yeah, Mm -hmm. this is a J Cole beat. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I I just love them, you know. And you know, something I figured out a while ago, but it was still more recently is. Mm -hmm. I think Cartoons and Serial was meant to be on, um, to pimp a butterfly. No, I think. The only reason why I say that, to pimp a butterfly is where All Right comes from, right? Yeah. If you watch the All Right music video, Cartoons and Serial is in it. Oh. It is. Hmm. It, there's like, there's the scenes where they're like, rioting and stuff and they go i run it pull, 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 pull. and then like very short snippets of it I very short it's cartoons and serials amazing the fact but, that yeah. i saw kendrick perform that live was just unbelievable oh my god dude that's how oh my god that is how little that is how short his um his singles list was when I saw him the first time. That is crazy. Like, dude, he did songs from OD, from Overly Dedicated. He did songs from Overly Dedicated. He did he did Pussy and Patron Part 2 on that. No way. Hey, I'm going. Do something in life, but Pussy and Patron <sighs> make you feel all right. I saw him do that live. I saw him do tons of Section 80 live. Like ADHD he did live, which he, I think he might still do. But um, he he did like a ton of songs from that. Good kid had just come out, so he was doing songs from that. Um, he did he did the R.I.P. remix that he did with Jeezy. Like yo, he, he did the R.I.P. That's he fucking. He did cartoons and cereal. He did his verse from um fucking problems. Oh, oh my bitch, god! I'm Kendrick Lamar, did aka Benzies. You... To me, just a car. Yeah. He did. he did that. that and in fact he he did his verse and then he loved he loves that verse so much that he did that verse and then he did that verse again a cappella like in the middle of, of the thing. And he the, so cartoons cool. and serial was his encore. So you know what? You might have been you might be right, because he may have been thinking like early concept for To Pimp a Butterfly and was thinking like this is probably gonna be the first single off of it yeah, if I do it. And I really I think the reason why it didn't make To Pimp a Butterfly is it just it didn't fit it. it. Like nowhere it didn't fit in anywhere in the album. So I think it was just like, well, you know, we might have to let this slide. And then it just turned into um an unreleased release. You mm-hmm. know? I just I wish they would officially release it, but, you know. Let me see. That'll never happen. So, I'm on Genius right now looking at, like, kind of the lore of this. Um, of Cartoons and Cereal? Yeah. Okay. I also love that one because he did, I think it was with Complex, he did an interview for it, and he was talking about what his favorite cereals were, and I think it was, like, Fruity Pebbles that he used, and he's like, he's like, there's a strategy to this. He's like, He's like, you take the cereal, you pour the milk, and um, and he was like, you take the first bite and you let it sit. He's like, she's like, you let it sit for at least two minutes because you let the milk take over, like mm-hmm. the rest of it, and let it get to that perfect point of like softness. And he's like, but you have to take that first bite when when they first combine, which he's one hundred percent right. And then they asked him about his favorite cartoons, and you know what the first cartoon he mentioned on that was? Batman. Hell yeah. Yep. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, That's one of the reasons why I love the music video so much too, is it's just all old cartoons and everything like that. And then the way it ends is um, Batman the Animated Series mm -hmm. throwing the batarang and then tackling the guys. I I just love it. Let me see. Because they're saying something about it making an album, but they don't talk about what one it was supposed to be in. oh okay so it might it might have been for good kid um just because of when it came out but he said um okay he said he told lamar told complex in october 2012 oh yeah so it must have been because october 2012 is when um good kid uh, was out is it, that's okay, that's the month that yeah came out. yeah so he said came he said we had an issue with um the sample clearances but i didn't want to let that record die that was my idea to put gunplay on the song uh people thought i was crazy for it i just know his flow and his cadence is crazy and gunplay his confidence is crazy. crazy he said i knew he'd do it justice and he did he's definitely crazy man and then uh top Ta- said it didn't make the album because of basic uh sample issues it's as simple as that if we were to try and redo the sample it would take away from the original feeling of it we didn't want to risk it that's just one of those records that's one of those b-sides that's going to be around and it ain't really attached to nothing if it wasn't for the sample issue it would have been on the album so that's it was a hundred percent uh for samples but it shows how much um he loved that song. That he was like performing it around that time too. Okay, because of yeah. How big it was. And you know what? I always forget that "To Pimp a Butterfly" came after, like, like a, a good couple, Kid, Mad and City. it does have a different vibe. It's very much a uh, oh yeah a blues vibe on that mm-hmm. album with like, like all the the like saxophone instr- oh, instrumentals yeah. you hear the oh. the drums, um, Just the Bilal, uh everything about like um Wesley's theory to these walls yeah and it's like holy shit but like even it's, g- even the fact that one of his only feature verses comes from rhapsody which it's like oh okay like mm-hmm. this kind of makes sense and snoop's feature on it is very like it just kind of vibes with that that is that album is gonna like people are i know it's already been a while since it was put out but that's one of those ones people are gonna go back to eventually and be like we didn't understand this album when it came yeah out. oh yeah Oh my God! That's yeah. his. That's his like tribute to Tupac's writing. Is that album? That's his like. To as far as his poetry, like, and and, it, and you can tell because he has that whole theme through it, and at the end when he's having that like that conversation with him back and forth, and he's reading him poems. He's, he's... that's him basically saying like, this is this is what I'm trying to give to you, right isn't wasn't it wasn't you're talking about the pimp a butterfly story, yeah, right? yeah 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 yeah. so that wasn't when he had the dream right that when was he had the, f- the dream that was section eighty. that was what inspired section yeah 80. that's what inspired yeah. section Eighty. Yeah. that's what i thought he's so cool yeah and it, dude that story is so cool it's he, really cool he had a dream that tupac said he was next and he woke up and wrote that's he, what inspired him to vote section 80 which has adhd which <laughs> is one of my favorite songs That's so good it's just it's so fucking good. All right, we got three more songs that we got to put down for this usher. Yeah, episode. I have no idea. Maybe throw Kendrick in. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I was very happy that Dr. Dre and Eminem and Kendrick all performed, but I feel robbed that we didn't get an all Kendrick Super Bowl. I, I kind of do too. I just I wanted that so bad. That would have been great. I mean, half of America was already, like, their blood pressure was spiking because four black men were on stage at the same time. So, like, we were lucky we even got that. <laughs> That's right, because 50 Cent was there, too. That's right. They're, like, going... <laughs> we'll um, it's, not, it's not the who. It's um, not white enough. It's not racist. It's, it's just <laughs> Colin Kaepernick. That's what they were doing the entire time. I will say, I'm... Uh, I'm a little sad that um, what's the song him and Eminem do? Is it love? Wait, him it? and uh, Love Game, Love Game, Love Game, Love, love game. game. That's what it is. Love Game. <laughs> I'm a only, little sad they didn't do that. Only rap feature on um on Eminem's album that year. If you go back to it, really? Yeah. Yep. I he has that. um he has Skylar Gray, Rihanna, and um, Nate Ruess doing choruses on those songs but the only rap feature rap is Kendrick Lamar oh really mm-hmm. oh and um Liz um what's her name does the chorus on survival oh yes okay yeah oh wow yeah yes we have Sia Rihanna oh, yeah. on Skylar Grey um they sample Royce and Evil Twin um, but he doesn't have a verse Nate Ru- no Nate Ruse Ru- Rus- I think is Russe? I I always oh, okay. say Ruiz maybe that's Ruiz. that's the lead singer of Fun. Oh yes yes yeah, I you, remember that it's on headlines. Um, yeah. that's a great song too. I love that song. Um, and then yeah, Love Game is the only yeah real, and that was on purpose. He he. That's how highly thought of Kendrick at the time. Oh yeah. He's like, I want like he's like. There's there's one person I want, and that's that. That's like you get the Eminem bump he's off. That. He's so good. Um, All right, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna say love in this club is one of them because we've been constantly coming back to it. Okay. This club, we'll have to go back in a couple of weeks and see how we did. Um, I mean, yeah, we're running out of songs already. Right. We so we've got. I say he does two out of these three slow songs. He's either going to do "My Boo," "You Got It Bad," or "Burn." Do you think he does "New Flame"? Uh, because n- that's a Chris Brown song. No, I know? don't think he does that. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he does that. I, yeah, I don't. I don't see "You Got It Bad" oh, being yeah. on there. So, I'm going to say, I'm going to say My Boo will be on there because that's one of his biggest hits. Yeah, it's a bigger hit. And out of the slower ones, it moves quicker. Yeah. Um, Definitely. Then we got to have one more, like, iconic one. It might be Loving This Club. Yeah, I already put that one up. Oh, yeah, that is on there. Okay. Oh, my God's on there. Yep. Um,. I don't know
1: if I know this. No, probably not that one.
0: What about you, Remind Me? Oh, that's not bad. That that could be one if he's looking to avoid, like, really slow. Yeah. Is I Don't Mind on there? No. Oh, that might be... might do that. Shardy, I don't mind. It's the only thing I ever... Got their money? Let's put money, that. Money, that's a that's a good money, one to money, add. Money. I don't mind. Okay, so he. These are our guesses for his set list. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Caught up. DJ's got us falling in love. You make me wanna. Oh my god. Um. Without you, somebody to love. Uh, Loving this club, my boo, and I don't mind. That's actually a solid. That's a solid. I feel point. like it's a solid list. But I, I, from if those rumors of him having Reba McIntyre and Post Malone on it with him are true, that they might change that up a little. Oh, bit. Oh yeah, good point. Well, we'll see. And I saw a lot of theories that um, people were saying, oh maybe he brings Taylor Swift on stage. No, but that's been that's been him. immediately. Yeah, That's been immediately canned. That's not happening. Then it would, yeah, because then the NFL would look way too scripted if that were to happen. Way too scripted. Like, you didn't even know that, like, she was going to be there in the first place, Mm -hmm. unless you had prior knowledge of it. Absolutely. And you know what? Let's wait and see. I don't know. Because if that happens, then now we know it's like, Oh. We know what's going on now, you know? <laughs> do I think it's scripted? No, I don't. I always, but, no, I don't either. Uh, do I think it's rigged? I started I yeah, started pulling that bullshit last just, week where I was like, where I was like, it's rigged, it's rigged, it's rigged, when the Lions were up big on the 49ers. Oh. I'm going, because, you know, the NFL season started this year with Detroit, who, like, mm-hmm. was 9-9 and last year and just kind of starting to put it together. The first game of the season was them versus the Chiefs, and they beat the Chiefs. Like They upset them in the first mm, game of the season. Yeah. So I'm laughing. I'm going, oh, so it's the ultimate comeback story for the <laughs> Chiefs. It's going to be them and the Lions, and then they're going to beat the Lions in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, see, even in our worst seasons, we can overcome everything. And then the Lions blew it. It's like <laughs> I was literally, I was like, oh, this is aging. I commented on my own status. I was like, this is aging like milk right now, like 100%. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too good Andrew too good. was the only one to like it because he knows I'm full of shit all the time <laughs> oh my god um, one last thing yep. before we go well two things really um, Jason Kelsey is I don't know if you saw these they're doing uh, Funko Pop shirts of him with his shirt off from the game <laughs> they're selling them with him uh oh my god but all the benefits are going to uh the patricia allen fund uh at oshai oh and he he credited he was like i have to credit the people that that gave us this like thing like the this moment so he's giving back to that a little awesome between him and travis they're both like two they're they're two good representatives. Of oh football yeah, that I yeah, I, yeah. I don't have anything against Travis. No, no, me neither. Like even you know there are Patriots players that I'm like Bel- Belichick. I could have like been like I hate him, I hate him, I hate oh, him yeah, the rest of my yeah. life. But like him retiring, I've been being like, yeah, he's one of the best we'll ever see. Like there's mm-hmm. there's no doubt about yeah, that. Yeah, it, it just drives me crazy when you shove players in people's faces me that too. you don't care about. You know. And it's just like, oh, he's dating Taylor Swift? I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, I exactly. really don't care about I, the game like, back on. Like, dude, couldn't, couldn't give a crap. Couldn't, couldn't care couldn't less. Give a crap about that. Um, oh, he's dating Taylor? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, whatever. I don't care. Yep. And then uh, the last thing I got to say is rest in peace, Carl Weathers. Oh my God! Piece, How do we not guy. talk about that? Yeah, rest, rest in peace, my in guy, Carl Weathers. Weathers, legend, absolute legend of the acting industry and uh, football industry because I, I believe he played believe football he for a while. Passed away. He was relatively young too, like in his mid seventies. Mm-hmm. I think. I think so. But I was even i I was just watching Arrested Development, and he's like, you know, he's uh, he's Tobias's acting <laughs> yes, coach on there, right? Yes. And he's like, yeah. but they make him out like he's poor as crap, too. Like he's taking that van I with totally him. That's how he meets. That. I love that. Yeah, it, it, I totally did, forgot about and that. Tobias, and Tobias says something about like, oh, I, only ha- I, I would love to take acting lessons for you, but I only have this amount of money on me. He's like, <laughs> well, you're in luck. That <laughs> amount of money is exactly what I charge for acting lessons. I totally forgot about that. So good! Uh, then, um, I I- icon from Rocky, icon from Rocky, mm-hmm. um, icon from the movie Predator, which is one of the best sci-fi action movies of mm-hmm. all Absolutely. time. Um, he's the man. He is. He is the absolute yeah. man. I was talking to Elena, and she's never seen the Rocky movies, so I'm gonna show her. Really? Like movies? Yeah. Because okay. I was like. I was like have you ever seen rocky and she was like i saw the creed movies because she didn't oh. she didn't realize who like she knows who he oh, is yeah, but yeah, she didn't yeah, know yeah, him yeah. by name and i was like it's literally creed is about creed's dad <laughs> like, <laughs> like i was like he, he's apollo creed apollo like, creed just like an icon he is an icon literally an icon yeah because um then the fourth movie he dies right I believe so because he gets in that fight with the um with the Russian guy mm-hmm. and then um dies in the ring and that's why Rocky goes after him. Yeah, honestly. Uh um, movies are so good. <laughs> if they if they really are. Hey. I, hear the <laughs> I, hear no I hear no bell. I hear no bell. I I can't I can't Especially with how uh, they do that, they parody that in uh, South Park. I do. <laughs> I have to fight him, Sharon. I have to do this. And of course, we got Bill. Hey, li- I- we got Living in America, based off of Carl Weathers Two and Rocky Four. That's right, James yeah. Brown classic.
1: Living mm. in America.
0: Just iconic. Yeah, you will be missed. Definitely, rest in peace, Carl Edwards. For sure. Um, I think that's about it. I guess for this week. I mean, we've almost been. We're almost at two hours, so we've talked about quite a bit of stuff. Oh yeah. Um, I guess only thing I really have is um, um, what's his name? Phil said we have an early spring. Oh, Punxsutawney Phil.
1: Yep. Let's go.
0: I, don't, I think that's like the first time in forever that that's happened i know right usually yeah. he's always giving us bad news it's funny too because uh john was like last night um oh the groundhog said that oh he didn't see his shadow so we get an early spring and he was like yeah you can't tell by fucking looking outside yeah, literally <laughs> like literally <laughs> You can't. It's just an old, dated <laughs> tradition that we have. No, oh, yeah, I love it. I think it's great. Yeah, I've been getting a ton of fill edits on my TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I'm finally uh, at the point where I'm like. Do I start using TikTok because I feel like all the videos I watch end up coming off of that? Oh, that's exactly why I got. I talk. I just need like I'm just gonna explore like f- three or four different tags at all times, and like those will be the only videos I like repost. Just like Batman, UFC, football, mm-hmm. and like Avatar, maybe yeah, sound like something like that. Nothing wrong with that, but yeah, yeah I I honestly I was big at against getting TikTok, and then I was doing the same Like, I was on Instagram Reels, and then I would watch a video, and it would be at the end, like, TikTok.com, like, get it. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I'm not getting it. And then I eventually, just, I love it. I think it's great. It really does have a, um, a really great algorithm to it, too. Yeah. Like, any videos you want, it, you'll, you'll get them, mm-hmm. for sure. So Yeah. So, who knows? Maybe who knows? Maybe who knows? eventually. Uh, till next week, you could catch Ben on what's going on every Monday and or Tuesday. Uh, my most recent episode of Eat Sleep List is um, Matt's final episode, so make sure you check that out. Oh, give, yeah, give Matt some flowers. Yeah. Uh, me and Brian start tomorrow um, on the new chapter of Eat Sleep List, which will be very exciting. Mm -hmm. Uh, make sure you check out Goat Games. Um, Twitch.tv slash Steve, the number four cheese. He did two streams this past week. Um, He did Friday, he did Mario Kart and Smash Bros. And then he did um, a surprise stream yesterday and did Smash Bros. again because he's really been wanting to play that. Oh, sweet. Um, He also has a new feature where if you donate at least 50 bits and write a phrase after it, um it now speaks the phrase and we were having way too much fun with that the other day on his stream. Way that too shit much is fun. Way, 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 way too much fun. Like I at one point I put Jeff Epstein didn't kill himself on it and like <laughs> just having him read it and like the AI voices. Just oh, yeah. unbelievable. Um yeah, make sure you check that out. Uh modern day mixtape, newest episode is out MDM. now and it was very very good i love listening to those guys and just the, the uh fire that they bring while you're checking out music shows make sure you check out hear me out with elena and jenna make sure you check out the starry night theater pod mm-hmm. uh treasure island opens uh the week after this week so it's february 15th Um uh, i will Ooh. be there on february 13th to see it which will be Really, really fun. Sweet. I'm looking forward to that. Um, Go games. Probably, I've said it a million times, probably pound for pound best edited show on the network. It's very well um, done. It's very, very well done. And make sure you give them their flowers and give them a listen, especially if you love video games. Uh, CM Punk has weak little triceps, and he's the biggest waste of money in wrestling history. <laughs> what? That's that's kind of the note I have to end on. So he he's been back since Survivor Series, hadn't wrestled since Survivor Series, got in the Royal Rumble, and tore his tricep five minutes in. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. He's going to be out till next year. He's going to be out till like late th- this year. Oh, my Lord. and with all the drama he caused in AEW and his lackluster stint in the UFC, I think he may go down as the most overrated wrestler of all time. <laughs> I'm just I'm just kind That's of putting here. it out there. I, it's sad for me because I oh, really yeah, yeah. I I like earlier in his career I really did think like he could be most, one of the most iconic wrestlers yeah. of all time. He he fizzled out so hard and now companies are just dumping money on Poor him guy. to just get injured or do otherwise. He's um, just trying to recover from that UFC fight <laughs> he, still probably just got weak little baby triceps (laughs) um yeah we will end this episode the way we always do with a one two three see ya